Hello, 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 everybody. There's a lot of hellos. Um, welcome back to another episode of A Black Mermaid Tells. This is our third, this is my third official episode. In this episode, I'll be talking about Spring Festival, woo, which is the Chinese New Year, um, New Year's Day. Chinese New Year's Day was the 25th of Jan. So, yeah. Um, Spring Festival was good, but it was also met with Corona. So, <laughs> it threw small spanners in my holiday uh, plan, I guess. Not in all bad ways, though. Um, I got to travel to, f- to three countries this Spring Festival. I say this Spring Festival. This is my first Spring Festival. But anyway, I went to Phil- the Philippines, Vietnam, and back to thailand so it was awesome um and yeah let's just get into it so obviously philippines and vietnam haven't been to before was very excited to go and visit those places so yeah they were like philippines has been very high on my list for about the last three years so when we were talking discussing as a group what we want to do for spring festival i definitely threw that name into the pot i'm very glad that it was one of the chosen so there were six of us um, for the first part of the journey for the Philippines. All six of us live and work in China. Um, five of us like came to China together in a sense. We did training together. All six of us work for the same company. Five of us did training together. And then Amanda uh, came to China one month earlier, but she works in the same center as me. And now we're just like, it's cool group <laughs> we got a group chat and everything we so awesome <laughs> um for i'm the only brit amanda is from south africa and then the other four zay vic jara and eri are from the usa so before amanda it was just me against the us it was hard sometimes because i struggled <laughs> i'm joking but um yeah so we we were all off together and we all live in different parts of china Eri lives in beijing jara lives in shanghai and the other four us four live in nanjing so uh because we always like scattered about we were all meeting in manila like where we would everyone would get their flights in manila and then fly from manila to cebu together uh, the 2.5 seconds that we were in Manila, 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 wow, I'm going to struggle with that because I can't really say vanilla, I say vanilla like a weirdo, so this is going to be hard, I, I can feel. Manila, the 2.5 seconds I was there, it seemed, it seemed cool, it was hot, it seemed sweet, I'll go back one day. Um, Cebu was, oh, it was just heat and warmth and I, I've done, I've told you guys, I don't like the cold. So I was very happy. And I will say this now, Filipinos win the award. Like I give the award of nicest people I have met. So far in my life, they get that award. I don't stutter. I say it with my chest. Just so lovely. Like just in general as a community. I hate to stereotype every, like to stereotype people. But I mean, that's a good stereotype that they're really friendly and they're really sweet and genuinely have really nice teeth, which is just something that I know is because I'm a weirdo. So, yeah, uh, we arrived and we just kind of chilled. We arrived and we were staying in a Airbnb. Um, 
that was in the jungle it was i guess if you saw it it wasn't the jungle but i'm gonna say it was the jungle because this is my podcast we were kind of saying in the jungle we was not like in the city so um the people we were like running the airbnb from uh, put together a car service for us so we had a driver every day to take us where he was going and that was very 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 helpful um we had considered at one point us driving i'm so glad i'm so glad that 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 we didn't do that because they drive like they oh, chinese drivers are bad yeah chinese drivers stress me out island drivers piss me off the philippines like it they remind me of when you drive in the caribbean yeah it's just stress you just you're losing seconds of of like calmness your heart's being strained it's manic that's the word they drive like maniacs i'm like you guys are doing too much they are still building the road why are we doing all of this anyway so to subject myself to have to be a driver would have been way too much i would have pulled the card over and be like when everybody else stops driving in this entire city i will start the video <laughs> would have been that as a wrap so we got picked up from the airport and we arrived like early afternoonish. and because we're staying at airbnb let's go get like some food or whatever the sun set really early so i think we pulled up at the airbnb oh we got jolly bees on that first day i do like jolly bees i'm here for it i see what the hype is about well done philippines that shit's good um i think we arrived at about seven it was not late but it was pitch black and i was like why I can hear all of the insects. There is a meeting. We have came... This is... I don't understand what's happening. It was so dark. But... um, And it was hard to see the Airbnb. Now, I loved the Airbnb. Mm, loved. I liked the Airbnb. I'm glad we stayed there. But it wasn't what I was expecting when we pulled up. I... Based on their image... Image... Imagery? Imagery? In the images shown on the airbnb sorry if you can hear sounds it's my dog he doesn't understand you know jazz is trying to make a podcast he just wants me to rub him his tummy and his head and it's too much because so i'm trying to focus on other things anyway so based on like the photos it appeared to me that it was going to be one big house and it was like a private house and we had a private pool and all of this stuff and it, that was all cool and sweet um however it was definitely like island house in terms of it being it was like sh- not shacks shacks is the wrong huts they were like huts on like stilts sort of but it was all separate like the bath the bathroom and shower area was its own separate like hut area then there was like two shack hut bedrooms and then the kitchen was like completely outdoors just with like a roofy thing on top um literally just that was it like some brick around it and then the roof and the two seating areas of roofing over it the pool and then another big hut shack thing with another bedroom and a bathroom and then there was like a little treehouse thing so it was cool oh and they had like a little gym area but that's where the what would we call him what would what would we call Jolito? his name was Jolito, and he basically just stayed on the property with us uh you know, like, the water, he would help us with the water, I guess, to, like, I don't, the property guard, I don't know, I don't know what his term was, I don't know what his title was, you know, at all, 
but his name was Jolito. Jolito stayed in the gym hot house thing. Um, he was a little sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Thursday we arrived and chilled, and that was all cool. Just kind of drank, ate some food, chilled by the pool. The hot things in the night, they were cool. They were chilly though. There's like got no heat and they just have fans, I guess, because like in the day, why would you need a heater? But because they're kind of like on these stilt things, so like there were stray dogs and all of that stuff everywhere, they would like run underneath. And as I said, the kitchen was outdoors. So we put stuff in the bin. The dogs, the stray dogs like came in at the night and, you know, were like hounding about in the bins, like trying to take out the scraps of food. And you can, like, hear it all. But from outside, I was like, what's going on? At one point, clearly, there was two dogs um, underneath a hut fighting for the bin or fighting for something. I jumped. I was sharing a room with Amanda. Oh, my God. Me and Amanda have never laid so close. We were like... Mm. <laughs> I really wanted to just... I wanted to snuggle her at that point and be like, Amanda, <laughs> rock me back to sleep. I was like, Jasmine, you're a grown woman. Pull it together. <laughs> Freak me the fuck out. So that was the only thing. But after that night, like once I kind of knew what to expect and like there's just animals running about, I, it, was, it was a lot better. Um, that first full day, we went down to the beach. Got dropped down to the beach. The beach was really cool. It was all nice, uh, really chill because it was like the new years and i think uh, the philippines had another festival i think something tied into it around like the lunar lunar year, new year there was like a lot of people about just for like celebrations and stuff which was cool so i met some cool locals that was kind of day one didn't really do too much day two slash three i guess because we arrived was day one so i'm, I'm not counting correct here was my favorite day ever okay so we went in one 24-hour day, we swam with whale sharks and we went canyoneering. Let me give you more details. So, first we swam with whale sharks. So we arrived, uh, had to get up hella early for that to get there because we were just far from everything in our little jungle hut. Um, drove down, yeah, drove down, got there, whatever. Firstly, met this lovely uh, British family from London. I haven't met... I think I've only met one other Londoner since I've been here. I've met people from England and people who have lived in London, but, like, a Londoner. Do you know what I mean? It's been a while. <laughs> Actually, I tell a lie, I met a girl in Beijing once. She was from Tower Hamlets. And she was just like, oh, and I was like, dude, I get it. But anyway, so I met this family. Just random sad note, the dad, he was so lovely. But he asked me where I was from. And... Most people hang out over American or South African. They don't know East London. They don't know Tower Hamlets. They don't know Cannon Town. They don't know well, like Red Bridge and Wanstead. That don't mean nothing to them. What's Stratford? That's is that what the Olympics was? Like that's it. They don't they don't know. And this guy's like, Where are you from? I'm like, London. Where? East London. Where? Uh I forgot where I was from. I was like, I haven't had to answer these questions in like seven months. I don't remember where I live, okay? <laughs> I live in Nanjing, China. <laughs> I don't understand. But yeah, they were really sweet. So we get into like these little boat things and you get like r- sailed out by these men. You got your snorkels and stuff. And then there's like other men on these other boats who are like throwing chum into the water. You get in and then you see these incredible fucking animals swimming about. 
And if you're me, you geek out because, you know, you're like, oh my God, that's a whale shark. It's whale sharks in the water swimming underneath me. They gave us a debriefing first and they were like, don't touch the whale sharks. Keep four to five meters away. Who gave the whale sharks a debriefing? Because there was one whale shark. He swam straight underneath me. If I didn't see him, I was like, ah, ah, I would have hit him. And then what? I would have been in trouble. No, he would have had to be in trouble. It could not be on me. So, uh, it was so fun. It was so incredible. I loved it so much. Oh my God. Oh, there's just, they were huge. It was just awesome. The whole thing was so awesome. You only get like 30 minutes in the water, but that was fake. That them 30 minutes were. I was blessed. <laughs> so it was so humbling and I just loved the whole thing. All of it. It was all just so amazing. At this point, I really want to shout out Zay and Amanda because they are two people who are not comfortable uh, in like the sea. And the fact that you guys did that when it wasn't an element, like it wasn't like a comfortable environment for you in a sense. And you got in and you got in, you swam like... Oh, do you know how boss they are? They're boss. That's what they are. Them two. Amanda and Zay are boss because I loved it. And I'm a, I'm a sea kid. Like, I'm all for it. And I'm so comfortable. Um, the, the water was a bit rough and all of this stuff. But it was... It was... Oh, it was so phenomenal. Oh, my God. They were just so incredible. Um, and if you have me on any social medias, then you should definitely check out because i've got some cool pictures and videos of it all because ah loved it loved it loved it loved it loved it so amazing (laughs) and then we left there we got some lunch and then we went canyoneering which is basically like jumping off waterfalls so yeah that's what we did (laughs) i can't remember how long it was all together but there was like there was loads of little jumps and little like slide things but there was three big jumps uh five meters 10 meters 15 meters i'm a i'm an adrenaline junkie oh this was this was everything to me (laughs) i was so here for this i was like yes 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 um again amanda and zay boss because they're not comfortable in the water and they're not fans of height and they did that this kind of sounds like we're peer pressure in friends like like we re- we didn't force it in, force them into it. They really didn't want to do it. There was jumps that they didn't they didn't do because they were like, nah, it's not that deep. But you guys did jump like, and I'm I'm in the most unpatronizing way. I'm so proud, and I'm so proud because you're my friends. I'm so proud because like just to overcome like a mental fear is ah, you guys were awesome. It was so awesome. Felt like you were flying for a second. I want to do it again. Uh, our two tour guides, they were kind of cute. They were also mad cheeky. And, oh, it was just so, it was just so amazing. But it was nice because we kept running into different groups of people who were there. Obviously also doing it. And everybody was like really encouraging to each other. Um, got some incredible shots. So one of the guy guides, his name was Dondon. He was like, at the beginning, someone give me like your phone and I can like record the jumps and stuff. So I was like, cool, but... I gave him my phone. At one point, I turned around. Tell me why this mofo has my phone out of the water case. I gave it to you in a water case and put it around your neck 
so sir i'm so confused as to why right now the water case is around your neck but the phone is not inside of it and he kept he was playing he was playing he's like it's okay it's okay it's okay is it okay is it really okay dun dun was it okay mm. but side note the pictures he took outside of the case incredible breathtaking spectacular so fun i'll give him small props for that but it was stressful um a special shout out like man's wednesday obviously and there was one jump amanda did and that's when i was like yo you're well, i knew she was an incredible person anyway but uh she didn't want to jump like she just she was like you know we all have fears you know what i mean it was just like really this jump and i don't know it must have been at least like eight eight meters or something eight nine meters that she's got a jump and i get that like mentally and she trusted me uh to just know like i was gonna be there for her so i amanda like i'm bowing to you right now like i love you because you showed like so much faith in me and you you said fuck you fit <laughs> so i'm here for that that was yeah that was such an awesome day and then we came home and crashed hard because it was a very physically intense day um my cheeks were hurting from smiling and laughing and it was just so awesome so the next day we was just like we're gonna chill because uh, everyone's asses hurt and their legs hurt and they feet and they feet hurt like climbing up a mountain is all fun and good but you're climbing up a mountain do you know what i mean um so that day was a chill by the pool and drink day <laughs> damn we drank <laughs> and then we got hungry and decided to walk down to like the little village town thing at the bottom of like this road of where our jungle villa was and it was clearly the end of the school day. We hit this main road. School kids everywhere. And you've got to think. Vic stayed. His drunk ass took a nap. Us five girls walked down there. Still in our swimsuits. Like bikinis, butt out, boobs out. Doing the most. And everybody's there just trying to go about their day-to-day life. The, the road shut down. Everything stopped moving, I swear, for like a good two minutes. And everybody was just staring. I have never so quickly nearly sobered up like oh wow there's so many people and they are all staring at us this is so interesting it's incredible how life can come at you so fast when you're making decisions while you're intoxicated hmm, excellent excellent um, but we got some food and they were and nobody was like mean they were all lovely we actually started talking to these kids um <laughs> ended up adding us on facebook they were super sweet they were lovely they were lovely kids if you kids are listening i hope you you tell me about your dreams and goals go for them reach them be amazing come to london you'll love it you know they were they were darlings and it goes back to my filipinos are the loveliest people in the world so they were really sweet and cool and uh so that was kind of it like we just kind of drank and chilled and talked and it was just nice our six being together because Obviously, as I said, we did training together, but we haven't we haven't all been together since training. So that was lovely. And do you know how amazing it is for six people to be together and there'd be like no arguments? That's phenomenal. <laughs> Definitely here for that. Uh they're all good energy and good vibes, and I hope that I know I'm in their life forever. Y'all can't get rid of me now. So <laughs> um and then the next day was me, Jada, and Amanda's last day. Um, 
because we were heading off to Vietnam. So we kind of did like tours. We went into the city and just like explored around Cebu City, which was cool. Really threw me off though, because obviously I said about the celebrations, which means that they were having a lot of mass services. Um, and like our tour guide friend took us to this church, it was a massive church. There was a service going on. I found it so weird that they were like allowing people to come in and do do tourism, <laughs> be tourists, take photos and stuff. Well, there's a full service going going on. Like I was like, what does does St Paul's Cathedral do that? Like what? Shut it down. Shut it down. Get them out. If you're not here to pray, see you later today. <laughs> like bye, dip out. I don't know. I didn't like that because I was just like, oh, this is so awkward. Like this is so awkward. Um. So yeah, we did that and then we went to the airport. I mean, we were just chilling because like. The airport, where we was, as I keep saying, was far. So we didn't want to go back to the villa. So it was kind of just like, we've done everything. We've got something to eat. We might as well just go sit at the airport. There's nothing else to do. Um, but yeah, I love the Philippines. I would give uh, the Philippines... All my ratings have been high. <laughs> I would also give them 9 out of 10. I don't know. Well, maybe like I want to be in the city. So maybe I should say 8.5. But I feel like they deserve nine because they're the friendliest people in the world. I don't know. It's hard. I sh- I'm just going to stick with nine. Nine. Um, but I definitely want to go back and be like more in the city. Or, you know, like, more, more just where there's stuff going on. Like where I'm not having to get in a car so much and you can meet people. Because when we were finally in those pockets of like busyness, it was really cool. I liked it. Cool place. So now uh, the three of us are on our way to Vietnam. Oh, this part of the story makes me sad. So we're in Cebu and we had to fly back to Manila. Wow. And then fly from Manila to, we was going to Ho Chi Minh, um, Vietnam. Now, we go through customs. We chill in the fucking airport for days. All of this stuff. As I said, I'm from the UK. Jada is from the US and Amanda is from South Africa. So when we check in, sad note, if we're from the UK, as much as England annoys us and our uh, prime minister is dot 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 there's power in this burgundy <laughs> i don't need a i don't need a visa for any three of the countries i visited you know what i mean like i haven't needed a visa for i've done six countries since i've been here but like my visa for china i haven't needed a visa for any of the other ones i can just walk in not walk in but you know what i mean that's dope um and yara had to get a visa and so did amanda but when we check in, they ask to see Amanda's visa and that's it. Not not Amanda, they ask to see Jada's visa. So we fly from Cebu to Manila, go through all that. And it's about 10 minutes till boarding. And then they come up to Amanda and like Amanda gets queried a lot because clearly South African passport causes people stress. I don't know why, but it really stresses them out. She gets the most questioning. And the lady's like, where's your visa? So Amanda had done research, obviously, she's not, she's not silly. Um, and she was told that, like, the information that she had read up was that she could enter the country and then get the visa, like, in the country. What wasn't explained to her or what she didn't find was that she needed to, like, Jada had to do it as well, where you kind of have to, like, uh, like pre-apply sort of thing. You pre-apply, they give you a form just so you've pre-applied and then you do get the visa there. So she hadn't done the pre-application. What annoyed me is that, cool, cool, like, that's, 
that's like that's a misread or a misunderstanding of information what annoyed me was that we went had gone through three forms of security before we got to boarding i failed to understand how nobody no fucking body like had asked it if somebody had asked her and like raised it we had so much we sat in that fucking airport in Cebu for so long she could have done that application she could have done the pre-application it didn't need like it wasn't a big deal to do but she obviously can't do it 10 minutes before boarding I was so I've never felt so useless I sounded so British I was like oh my god but i was so calm i was like i'm not gonna swear i was like i'm not understanding madam how we have how we have already flown because where was she flying to this was a connecting flight this was a connecting flight you asked you asked and you've asked one person in this party for their visa how have you not asked her how has nobody asked her for her visa i was so infuriated it broke my heart so she wasn't allowed to fly and like they were trying to deal with it but they were trying to like shoo me and jada on the plate and i was like ma'am miss lady take a second walk away that's what i'm gonna do to you that's what you should do to me like let me process the fact that my friend is now not getting on this flight with me and that was really making me sad amanda i'm so sad that you couldn't come um Ugh, it broke my heart and i've never felt so useless in a situation oh, i was so infuriated <laughs> dumb so yeah they like took her suitcase off or whatever and then she just had to book um a flight back she went back to china because she was just like there's there's no by the time she does it because then now it was a weekend that's what annoyed me is like oh it was like the weekend so it would have been slower and blah 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 so she she was just like it's not worth it it's just gonna end up being more expensive it's not that deep i'll do it another time prosa um she was able to get a refund on her flight to vietnam and her flight from vietnam back to nanjing so you know not complete cash loss so that was annoying so we flew um flew to vietnam and first impressions of vietnam cool it was a cool place i do not i do not i do not like the language i am so sorry if you're vietnamese out of all the asian languages i've now heard this is my least favorite i don't know the words don't i can't i don't even want to mimic it because i'm really not trying to be offensive but the dialect is so chinese can be blunt but chinese can still sound like a little rap sometimes i feel like it's a poem this this coming up this was not smooth this was not for me i was not a fan nah didn't like didn't like the didn't like the didn't like the language at all not for me um but yeah like first impressions food mm -mm -mm, yum was here for it like had some street food and stuff and it was warm and our airbnb was so nice it was so nice and i was like damn we like i didn't realize they had districts and then, like we have boroughs i guess so we were like district 22 so it was posh like a shopping center underneath it and it was cheap i was like damn and obviously it's always like i'm enjoying this living and traveling around i was like could i live in vietnam at that moment i still felt like i could so that evening we met up with some other people for the evening um uh, 
Jada's Jada's boyfriend and and her friend and his Jada's boyfriend and his friend Lindy um and we just kind of yeah we just kind of chilled had some street food and just <clears throat> just vibes <laughs> just vibes for the evening that was that was kind of the best night we went down to the strip damn that place is that place is crackers that place is like all the music is the it's all that music which <laughs> i need to be drunk <laughs> to like want to boss a move to that and the lights and it's, it's just everything there was so much it was so hectic what annoyed me though this fucking strip i didn't care that it was like cracking crazy like i get it it's a holiday like go for it what i don't like is that the bars are there People are obviously walking and you're still allowing cars and motorbikes. Oh, Lord. Why are we doing this? This is too much. It was just so busy. It was just so busy and you just didn't know where to look. There was so much to take in. I felt so overwhelmed. I felt like I was having a sensory overload in that first day. Like, genuinely, I was having... I was just like, what is happening? But the food was really nice. Like, the street food. Mm. There was this meat bun thing. Um oh it, i don't know what the meat was it was it was just in there and there was some sauces and some veg and oh it was yum i really appreciated that that was nice so that was the first night the next day we got like got up and did some exploring cool thing about vietnam or the cool thing about ho chi because i don't know what the rest of vietnam has but in ho chi they have colorful churches i find that so beautiful so i went to a pink church i uh, went to a yellow church so an orange church, like, not like vibrant, not like neon, like pastel colours of it. But it's, you can obviously see the colour. And it's so beautiful in such a, like, a way. And because it's, like, sunny, it all kind of glistens. And then I think it makes the, um, oh, my God, the glass windows. What are the name for them? You guys can't tell me, but, well. But, yeah, it all just, it's all very, very beautiful. So we checked out some of those and was just kind of a tourist it's cool <clears throat> i don't know how many districts we covered but everything's kind of in a circle that we wanted to go to so we were just kind of uh bobbing about that day took a turn for the worst i guess we were not i guess we were crossing a road and someone was going past on their motorbike and they snatched jada's necklace like from her neck i've heard stories of this shit happening to people not in vietnam but just in general like there are fees everywhere people ain't shit but I've never seen it happen to somebody, especially my friend. And like, as he went by, I don't know, like in my head, I still play it back and try to slow it down. Like, could I have pre-seen it? Could I have like, do you know what I mean? You always think, what could you have done to prevent it from happening? Because that's such a fucking violation. I thought he was like grabbing at her chest. Cause you know, man, scummy. Um, and he just he just snapped there was like no time and i think she thought that because she meant to like protect protect like her chest and then he snatched the necklace but in my head i'm like bro when did you see her when did you see the necklace because it wasn't like no big two chains like it was just it was just a beautiful little dainty thing around her neck so i'm like either you've seen us circled back and like slow down or i i can't i can't in my brain like because I'm not a thief, so I'm never going to understand the mindset of somebody who can do that shit, I guess. But I was just like, motherfucker, really? Uh, that, again, 
feeling useless as a friend or not my favorite feeling there was nothing to do there was no time to react it was just like what the and he was gone on his fucking motorbike you know just like what what i didn't like was there was shit loads of people like already uh like in the street uh like motorbikes at the traffic lights nobody came over i'm not saying anybody had to chase him down that's not your business um that's not what i was expecting but just to are you okay are you good but do you know what i mean something there was nothing and like she was obviously visibly upset and i didn't like that feeling i was like suddenly just kind of wanted to hold her and protect her and be like we have to just kind of get through this and i think from that moment i did not feel safe in vietnam um China has kind of created a bubble of safety for me in a sense. So I think I'm like, bad shit happens in China. But do you know what I mean? Like pickpocketing, all of this stuff. I have left my phone in places that I would never leave in London or like put my bag down and just walk away from stuff. Just because in my head, there's I just have this blanket of safety. I do feel very safe in China. I walk down the street, like my Didi, will, I'll get a cab <coughs> with friends and it will drop me from one spot and I'll, and I'll walk home at like three o'clock in the morning kind of drunk and I have never felt unsafe or scared or worried so maybe I've dropped like the uh that I don't even know what it's called that alert that you kind of just snatch that instinct that you have just to kind of protect yourself but that fucking switched it back on um and then I didn't feel settled I just didn't feel like I could relax I felt like everybody was plotting and watching and just like ready to take obviously vietnamese people in general they were lovely there was like interactions with them were okay but i did not feel safe and i could not shake that feeling if we were chilling i wanted like my bag wrapped around me wanted a padlock on the on my straps it just didn't feel relaxed at any point it didn't i didn't feel comfortable enough not to get like wasted because that's not my intention when i drink anyway but just to kind of relax and like lower my guard because i i didn't trust it and we got tattoos on our last day in vietnam and one of the guys there was like um <clears throat> like his phone literally there'll be like two people on the back and they just like take phones and i was like i'd never heard about this stuff and i don't like that i've heard about it and it gave me a very bad taste of of, of ho chi Minh. um yeah I, it wasn't my favorite place at all um I want to go back to Vietnam because I've heard amazing things. So I'll maybe go up north next time and do like Hanoi and do up there because that's usually where people speak about. I'm glad I went to Ho Chi Minh um, just to experience it. But yeah, we also did like a boat tour and stuff. But there was nothing amazing. They have like some cool roof bars. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely just like, uh, I would call it a cracker city. There's just a lot going on. And for me, it was all just kind of tainted. So it was it was cool. I was around good people. There was good vibes. There was good energy. Um, but I didn't... I, I could have taken every every person that we met and everything we did and put it somewhere else. And then I would have been able to enjoy it a little bit more. Also, simultaneous to this going on, Corona obviously was like pff, this big thing. And it was the stress of what the fuck are we doing next? <laughs> Can we go home? Like home is in China. Do we go home home? what do we do um i think that also ruined it because there was just that stress checking like what is my work saying originally we had to be back at work by like the 31st and then the dates were being pushed back and it was just like 
what is happening so there was just a lot i think I, my anxiety levels were <laughs> rather high so my bad vietnam or you know your bad i don't know and days got pushed back so we decided to head to thailand i guess to just kind of give it more time to settle and just see i as i said i i like trust channel in a certain sense of i don't know if they trust channel i don't know if i could say I trust channel because i don't know what i'm trying to say i was just like i want to go back i wanted to go back whether i was like going back just to grab my stuff and leave or i was going back to stay i wanted to go back so but i was i was called to be like you you need a little bit more time to settle down and like figure out and i will keep saying that i give china props for the way it's kind of handled the situation by just shutting everything down to contain and all of this stuff so it was all kind of up in the air and it was like why go back to the hysteria um so yeah we left vietnam and went back to phuket because i love phuket and it was so cheap to fly there um last time we were in patong this time we were by like surin beach so yeah it was cool like it was nice we went to the elephant sanctuary um like i feel like i needed to cleanse my soul a little bit and like say sorry to the elephants because i have uh i have ridden road i have wow wow ridden that's what i said that was the words that left my mouth i have rode. <laughs> i've rode an elephant before um and yeah i don't know it just it just I don't know why it bothered me so much. I guess like, I know it's not a good thing to do, but I love animals. I have a lot of respect for animals and all of this stuff. And yeah, it was nice to go back and I guess like make amends. Be like, I'm sorry. I'm going to now feed you and clean you and you can love me again. And elephants are such a very beautiful, um, majestic animal. So it was cool to pay my respects. That was such a fun day. I was like, damn, man, in one month, I've seen, I've seen, like, two incredible animals and just, like, geek the fuck out. My love for Thailand, obviously, just grew stronger. Thai people are oh, so darling. Uh, Thai food is spectacular. Um, and, yeah, just being by a beach, it was so nice. What was sad is I said I got a tattoo on our last day in Vietnam. So... I couldn't go in the sea. I, I call myself a mermaid and I couldn't go in the sea. Oh, I was stressed. I was like, mm, I want to go play. I can't go play in the water. It was so annoying. It was so annoying. It made me like, I was like, I'm ready to leave. Because if I can't swim, what's the fucking point? That's genuinely how I felt. Um, and I, I left on the bed. But, uh thailand was incredible again i really love thailand i love thailand and that elephant sanctuary was so cool i bought so much stuff stuff from there you know that shirt i don't even have i know you guys know the shirt the shirt that everybody has is it's whatever color and then it's got whatever color it's got the patterns got elephants on it and the palm trees i know you know the shirt i bought that in a shirt of course i bought it in a skirt i'm part of the gang now <laughs> yeah that was so cool the cleaning the elephant the like the elephant sanctuary it was so awesome and i would love to do something like that like go and work on a sanctuary it's just the living in hot things like i am a city girl you guys are pushing me i can do insects but 
I have a line. I have a line. Uh, so it's like I want to stay somewhere else and then come there. I don't know how rule I can kick it. Part of me wants to push myself. Another part of me is like, is it really worth it? Do we really need to do it this way? But it was really cool. And like, shout out to Jada. Because we spent... Shit, how many days did we spend together, Jada? Damn near three weeks we were together. And as I told you, like, I spent three weeks with you. I didn't want to cut your hair. I didn't want to shave your eyebrows. I didn't want to hit you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're a cool, you're a cool girl. You're awesome. And I've told you before, you're a forever friend. You're stuck with me forever, okay? Uh, yeah, we had so much fun together. I have laughed. I have cried. I have nearly died. <laughs> It was it was awesome. It was such a fun spring festival, and I am back in China. Um, I will probably do a, I will do a podcast about being back and all of this stuff. But spring festival is awesome. Want to go to different parts of Vietnam? Will strongly tell myself to never go to Ho Chi Minh again. Thailand is a beaut, and the Philippines. I want to have your babies. <laughs> okay <laughs> took a random turn <laughs> anyway thank you for listening guys i hope you enjoyed uh see you next week for another episode of a black mermaid's tales bye